I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Welcome back to the 10X is easier than 2X YouTube series. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of this book with Dan Sullivan. This is the third book in our trilogy. I'm an organizational psychologist. And in this video, I'm going to talk to you about 10X jumps, 10X adventures. Every next level of life will require a different you, as Leonardo DiCaprio said. Kind of along the lines of the hero's journey, every time you go 10X, you're basically going through a, a full-on transformation of your life. I love this image from Gaping Void called Career Hierarchy. Each one of these is a 10X jump, going from paycheck to paycheck, where you jump up to project to project, and you're actually, I would call this like the gig economy, and you go from that to eventually adventure to adventure. So each one of these is a 10X. When you go from here to here, you're now getting paid project to by project, and you're probably being paid a lot more money. Once you get to the adventure to adventure cycle, you're operating on much bigger timelines. The adventure to adventure cycle is going from one level of life to the next. I'm just going to share with you my own process because I just barely completed a 10x adventure. And every time you go on a 10x adventure, your life is very different on the other side. You imagine a 10x future self, your future self at whatever next level you have you want to be at. It also it could be qualitative in the sense of you at your next level of life, but it also could be quantitative in terms of you achieving a specific result. And then you you go on that process of, of letting go of the 80%, which is your past self, and going really deep into your 20% and really developing in extreme mastery, and it takes you on an adventure. And then you go from one adventure to another. There's also a great book called Peaks and Valleys, and it just talks about how in life, there are peaks and valleys. And once you get to a peak, and often you sometimes have to go into a valley to learn the lessons. Lessons are repeated until learned. And each level of life has new lessons. And this kind of fits with the hero's journey that you have some call to adventure. I just love it that it's called adventure to adventure. You have a call to adventure and that adventure transforms your life. And I would argue that the adventures could be anywhere between three and 10 years. Although there are probably if you're aggressive at, at what I described in the last video, which is focus and recovery, going deeper into flow and and weeding out the 80% faster. And the 80% is really your past identity, which is basically why I'm teaching you all this stuff in these trainings is, is that the faster you let go of your old self, which is the 80% and your security blanket, and the deeper you go and design for that 20% and develop mastery through deliberate practice and through collaboration, I would say that each 10x adventure could be about a three to five year journey. And so let me give a few of mine, for example, and I want to share this with you because I, I'm literally in 2023 in the process of, I've been in the process of ending one adventure, one 10x adventure and starting the next. I would say that my first real 10x adventure was basically getting from graduate student to professional author. So like that was an adventure that basically involved me becoming a master blogger and eventually becoming a professional author and an entrepreneur. And so I would say that that was from 2014 to 2018 was I was in the first year of my PhD program. I got really serious about becoming an, uh, an author, becoming a six figure, like getting a six figure book deal. That was the 10x jump. That was my 10x future self was going from 
having zero blogs, like never being a writer to being a professional writer, getting a six-figure book deal, which is like the 1% of the 1%. But that was my keystone goal. That was my keystone target. That was my more quantitative 10X, which led to my process. And it's the goal that shapes the process and higher goals really clarify the 20% that matters. And my 20% that mattered was building a massive email list and and really learning how to write virally. So that was that adventure. And I did go through that process. And by the time I got there, I now am a professional author and my life looks really different. I now have a big audience. And so the, the main point here is, is that when you go from one adventure to the next, those adventures, they can kind of support one another, but they're not going to be in, it's not, it's not like you, you just do 10 times more of what you just did. Each adventure is going to be qualitatively different. And so in 2018, I would say that that's when I really started my next adventure. So 2018 was a crazy year. And by the way, I just went on that 10X adventure from about 2018 to 2023. So this year. And the only reason I'm sharing this with you is first off for you to consider what's your own 10X adventure. Have you already started it? Are you somewhere within it? But also once you get to the end of it, you're going to have to let go of a lot of the things that got you here. Even the best parts of the adventure, you're going to have to let go of. So for example, in 2018, when I launched my first major book, Willpower Doesn't Work, I also stopped blogging, even though for the previous three and a half years or so like that, blogging was what got me to my 10X. My blogs reached about around 100 million people. And like I was a master blogger, but it it was in my 20% and I developed deep mastering it. But then it shifted to my 80% in 2018 when I went for my next adventure. I also think it's really important to note that on each of these cycles, each of these 10X cycles or each of these adventure cycles, these these processes where you go from one level of life to the next, I look at it like four seasons. At the beginning of the season, it's the spring and you're you're like, planting a lot and you're like shooting forth lots of growth. Whitney Johnson also has a book on this. Like she talks about the S curve. In the beginning, there's massive growth and that would be like the spring. And then the summer, you start doing some reaping and then eventually you start to plateau out. And I would say that that's the fall. And the fall would be like deep refinement, like where you're like really fine tuning and really deepening the lessons and the skill sets and the mastery of that level. And then there's winter. And winter is where you start stripping away a lot of what you got from that level. Like you strip away a lot. There's certain things you strip away from. Maybe it's the like a business. You leave a project, uh, certain relationships. You start stripping things out that were a great part of that process. And in the midst of that winter, not only are you stripping things away, but you're also beginning to open yourself up and plant seeds for what will become the next 10X adventure. You're opening yourself up. This fits with the quote from Aristotle. Aristotle said that nature abhors a vacuum. And what that means is, is that in space, if there's any open space or empty space, that space will just naturally be filled. So if there's an empty plot of dirt, it's not just going to stay empty. Weeds are going to grow. If you have 10 minutes of empty time, chances are you're going to fill it. And often we're going to fill it with trash, low quality, which in this case would be the 80%, which is the 80% is your past self and your current self. And it's an avoidance based. At this point, you keep the 80% because you're avoiding the truth of what you most want, which would be your next call to adventure, which would be your next 10x jump, your next level of life, which is going to take you down a, a deeper level of rabbit hole and a deeper sense of of learning and lessons and stripping away more and more of the layers of the onion and getting closer and closer to the David. And by the way, me right now, and I'm just filming this in June of 2023, I'm, I would say I'm in the winter portion of the 10x and I'm getting ready for the spring of the next 10x adventure. I'm really starting to plant seeds, but I've been creating that that vacuum. What I mean by creating that vacuum is I've been creating massive space to honestly just get clear, 
to reset to and to expand myself for really clarifying the next to next jump. And you create that space by stripping away the 80%, which is kind of the the winter phase. And so I'm just going to share with you what that 10x jump was and what some of the big things that I've been stripping away and letting go of, which is it's been power moves. I believe it's a huge leap of faith to create that space, to strip away a lot of the 80%, especially even the great stuff that got you here. So in 2018, my first major book, Willpower Doesn't Work, came out. It's somewhere over here. Also in 2018, a lot of interesting things happened. That was the year. So my first major book came out. That was also the year that my wife and I adopted our three kids from the foster system. We'd been fighting the foster system in court for almost three years. And so I would say that the 2014 to 2018 basically adventure was becoming a professional author and like honestly learning how to be a parent and going through most of the PhD program. From 2018, we adopted our three kids. I finished my first book. Uh, we also had twins that year. We, we were doing in vitro and fertility treatments and we, we ended up adopting our three kids in February and in March, the in vitro worked and then in December, our twins were born. So we went from zero to five officially that year. My first book came out and we moved away from Clemson, South Carolina, where I was doing my PhD here to Orlando, Florida, because this is where we wanted to live and raise our family. That was the beginning of the next adventure. It was also in 2018 that I set up the collaboration with Dan Sullivan. It was in 2018 that I set up the collaboration to do Who Not How. I was in the Genius X group with Dan and I heard him talk about Who Not How. I'd, le- I'd been learning from Dan for about four years and he was quite integral in helping me uh, succeed as an entrepreneur, even as a graduate student. And so in 2018, I set up the collaboration for what became these three books. That was the year that I actually joined his coaching program, Strategic Coach. And also that was basically the year that I joined the Genius X, which is the highest group in the Genius Network, which is where I met Dan and other people, really great other people. So that was the beginning. 2018 was the beginning of a 10X adventure. And over those five years, so from 2018 to now, it's been a crazy, it's been crazy. We, we basically, we had our sixth and final child. I've published now five, five more books, two of my own, the three Dan books, really grew a, an amazing coaching business, became a lot more thoughtful and investing mindset towards my, my future self, a lot more financially thoughtful. Uh, there's been a lot of spiritual development as well, as well, but I would say the core components of this last 10X adventure would be mostly focused on family and then authorship and finances, like reaching a point where now my books have sold a million copies. I went through a lot of deep work with the Dan stuff, but now I'm in that that winter and reaching a place of really connecting to the next call to adventure, the next 10X future. And when you're operating from a 10X mindset, you're letting the future dictate what you do, not the past. If you're letting the past dictate what you do, then that's 2X, that's you being linear. And so there's a lot of things that I'm letting go of and creating that space, creating that vacuum, you could say, so that the 10X future self can come to me. A lot of the things that I've had to let go of are, are not had to, but chosen to let go of. There's a great quote that says, the system is designed to defend the system. And we all have a subconscious which keeps wants us to stay secure. And basically, you you can either choose to stay secure and keep a great life. I mean, I could I could have kept all my 80%. And I was making really good money and I was on a great track, but I wanted to go 10x again, not just go 2x, not just maintain what I was doing. And so what it ultimately led to was is us ending the collaboration and having 10x is easier than 2x be the last book with Dan. I ended up deciding it was a good time to let go of that coaching program and even the 100K group that I was a part of for five years. So these were some great communities and amazing 
experiences that I was a part of, but I just felt like it's 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 time to kind of strip away the layers of the David, to strip away the 80% and create that vacuum for that next next level future self. Also, and this fits with the book Good to Great. In the book Good to Great, Jim Collins talks about Kimberly Clark, the paper company, and about how in, I believe it's 1971, and this was a company that's been around since the late 1800s. They were a paper company and they had paper mills where they made paper products like magazines and that, t- that type of paper. Basically, they got a new CEO in 1971. I think his name was Darwin Smith. Darwin Smith looked at the business and sometimes fresh eyes spark innovation, but he looked at it and even though the paper mills made up 95% of the revenue and were the core aspect of the business for the past 100 years, he saw that there was a, a thing that the company was doing that had a best in the world potential. And it was less basically business to business and it was more business directly to the consumer. Kimberly Clark had actually recently created Kleenex. And so he was thinking, what if we started making Kleenex and things like toilet paper? If we focused on this, I believe we could become great. Whereas if we keep the paper mill companies, we could be good. So this is the whole idea of good to great. And in order to be great, you have to let go of that which is good which in the case of Kimberly Clark was 95% of their revenue. Essentially, according to the story, and it's one of the most popular classic stories in the book, Good to Great, I believe his name was Darwin Smith. He ended up selling the mills and he was derided for it. Like he was basically said he was to be an idiot. He was a loser. And then they took all that money and basically went all in on, went deep into the 20%, went into the bottleneck, uh, according to Constraint Theory, and went deep and then 10x the quality of that. And over the next 25 years, they became the number one paper company in the world, transformed the world. You'll see Kimberly Kimberly Clark, everywhere, if you're really looking for it. I say all that to say that every time you go on one of these 10x adventures, you're going to go deeper and create higher quality innovation, higher quality, less quantity in what you do. And that's going to require that you strip away a lot of the great things that got you here. And you do it with celebration. One of the big things, and I believe I've talked about this when stripping away the 80%, is that you do it with celebration. You do it with gratitude. You don't do it with anger. Um, There's no reason to be angry. Actually, you're grateful that what got you here got you here. Um, but now you're letting the the new future from your current perspective, the new future pull you forward onto the next adventure, the next call to adventure. And according to basically the hero's journey, you get that call, but then you resist the call. And when you resist the call to adventure, basically you're going to avoid that call. And so you're going to shift into your 80% and go back to your security blanket, your addictions, your habits, your job, your you know, quick wins, your dopamine hits. That's the difference between the present self and the future self. And there's a lot of research that talks about the battle between the present and the future self. And if you don't have a connection and a commitment to your future self, then you're going to make, you're going to essentially be absorbed in the present. And this is actually a brand new book on the topic, Your Future Self by Hal Hirschfeld. And chapter four of this book was my favorite chapter, but that chapter is called Missing the Flight. And I've actually done this where you're in the airport and you like literally I've been in the airport and I got so distracted in what I was doing that I actually missed my flight. And so that's an example of getting absorbed in the present. And Dr. Hirschfeld talks a lot about the research on just the idea that as people, we often get absorbed in the present, whether that's the stresses of the present or even just the emotions of the present. And we over, we basically put a magnifying on the, on the present for one, because we get immediate rewards for seeking short-term dopamine hits in the present, but also we inflate the value of our, our current emotions and, and we actually diminish the value of our future selves emotions. And, and so often we can actually miss the flight and because we're so absorbed in the present, whatever that means, our emotions, our fears, our nat- whatever it is, our distractions, being caught in 80% that we actually miss the flight. That's the whole idea is missing the flight because we weren't connected to the future self and where we wanted to be going. We got too absorbed and caught up in the present. This is a big thing is, is that you don't want to miss the flight to your next 10X adventure. But if you're going to just absorb yourself in the distraction and the busyness of your 80%, then you're going to miss that next adventure. 
but I am now set. I'm in that winter month planting some massive seeds. I've created space and I'm evolving my identity back to the idea of the, the core framework of a 10 X psychology, which is identity time, which is about attention and then leadership. I'm evolving my identity, which is also evolving my vision and, and, and thinking about what would be the next 10 X. What is that next call to adventure? What is that thing that excites me? Dan actually has four freedoms that fits with this whole idea of call to adventure. He says that every time you go 10x, your freedoms go up by 10x. And it's it's not always quantitative 10x, but it's qualitative, meaning the value. So freedom of time, where you have more freedom to do with your time, what you want, how you want, where you want. Freedom of money, which is access to money, doing what you want, and also quantity of money. Freedom of relationship, where you can essentially be in a relationship with different levels of people. And then freedom of purpose, which is the ability to actually choose a set of purposes, uh, something to actually put your life towards. And as Viktor Frankl would say, without purpose, we perish. Without a why to live for, life becomes meaningless. To that idea of call to adventure, at your next 10x level, at your next peak, the call to adventure is going to look very different and take you into a new 20% and, and require that you let go of a lot of the 80% that got you here. And that's going to take that 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 is a massive leap of faith that a lot of people just aren't willing to do because every time you do this, the eighty percent becomes more compelling. You may be making really good money, um, have a great lifestyle, and it's an invitation to say, okay, are you going to stay in the past or are you going to let the future keep pulling you forward and get connected to your future self and then go deeper, deeper and deeper into that power of mastery? So, I just love this career hierarchy model. Hope you enjoyed this, and I'll see you in the next episode.